He's like, I remember one day I went in, I saw the Kung Fu guys were working, and they they had like motorcycle helmets on. They were like beating the shit out of each other in the head. And I was like, oh yeah, I know. That's why I didn't do the conditioning. Welcome back to the final episode of Digitally Distracted, for now, for season one. I am Game Dave. I'm Gerald. And today we're going to be talking about some, you know, not so gamey topics. Just, you know, give you guys a chance to get us, uh, to, to get to know us a little bit better. You know? Some non-gaming ways. Mm -hmm. And some other more awkward ways. We'll talk about that later. Gerald Wait doesn't know about that. I Gerald, I have no idea. Classic me leaving Gerald out of the loop. But yeah, this is going to sort of sum up our... It's a nice end point. 20 full episodes of Digitally Distracted. I know many of you will be, you know, there will be tears of flowing, but don't don't worry. Uh, you know, th things might revamp as things change. We'll talk more about that at the end of the episode, but stay tuned for this one. Today we're going to talk about our non-gaming hobbies and interests and also some other things from one of our commenters who uh, asked a very interesting question or wanted to know more about a particular topic, hmm. but we'll save that. It's going to get juicy. So, Gerald... Um, you know, video games for me have always been a big thing. My my biggest hobbies have always been gaming mm -hmm. and filmmaking, or really just making movies and, and and making entertainment things like that. I was really into movie making, uh, uh, growing up. And you know, I know you have some interest in the theatrics, mm -hmm. right? Was that ever anything that was more intense than just? liking the idea of being in things like did you do i don't know theater or no yeah i did that in you know in in high school and college and little community theater after college okay. and of course did some stuff on your channels which was a lot of fun. yes yes we we've made many a video together um, maybe i'll uh release the a couple of links secret links yeah to those that'd for be the, fun for the close watchers um and it's funny that's actually the only acting i'm interested in doing anymore the whole stage acting thing is i'm completely over you know what's interesting about stage acting is it's so cuz i uh, the again this is great i did 9 years of community theater wow. 9 years when i was younger so from probably i was mm, i'd say from 9 until maybe or maybe 8 maybe 8 until uh, high school hmm i was in community theater i had no idea yeah, it started. I'll let. Here's a story for you. So, elementary school. Um, I was a very outgoing kid in in elementary school. Which you might be like, oh, well, duh. You don't shut up. You're on the internet. You never stop talking. You never let Gerald talk. <laughs> I let him say, mmm, though. I, you know, I was in elementary school. I was very outgoing. Uh, and in second grade, second grade, I'd never done any like acting or really knew understood acting maybe I mean, maybe i like the idea of movies and maybe it was like oh, i want to be in movies but second grade rolls around i went to this little bumpkin elementary school known as hartley elementary here in delaware and very uh very southern little school around here very small student body which is you know i thrived really well in that nice small knit community and they were having the big christmas play now when i say small knit community this was back when I mean, you would understand this too. Back when we went to elementary school, when we were in elementary school, it was called Christmas break. Nowadays, it's winter break. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, at our school, it was the Christmas play. And it was kind of a requirement that everybody was involved in the sense of everybody had to attend it. And, you know, some would just sit in the bleachers and they would do the sing-along songs throughout the performance or whatever. And then there were like parts that happened on stage, whatever. And it was very involved and it was like there were some charlie brown reference things where they like literally like talking about jesus and stuff like no way not in a million years could you get away with having a real full-on clearly christmas celebration in a public school but mm -hmm. back in our day mm -hmm. you know my teachers had christmas 
trees up in their classroom. There were presents. Kids got presents you know, yeah. before Christmas break. That was just a thing. Yep. Nowadays, mm, not really. And it's it's called like, oh, it's today's our holiday party. Or, mm. You know, you have to be careful and you have to really like hide behind what it is and not really do it in the way that you would. Mm. Um, but back then, they had the big Christmas play. It was a huge deal. All of the grade levels were involved in it, and. There was like three or four big sort of shows that happened on stage, and there was a bunch of like sing-alongs and things. And it happened in the evening, and it was like a thing. They pushed you. Everybody goes to these. Nowadays, you can't force a kid to go to no. some extracurricular activity or be in a play. Um, and they had parts happening where they were going to like, oh, we have this big thing where it's called the Littlest Christmas Tree. That was the name, the overarching name of the the performance. And they were going to have the story be about Santa trying to pick out which Christmas tree he wanted for his house for Christmas. And all of the trees were, you know, going to be played by kids. And there was mm. one tree that was the littlest tree, you know, little Charlie Brownish. Right. And that was you? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. So, and, and it was about Santa picking this one and the other trees were kind of like bullies. And they're like, oh, why do you want that crappy little tree? Mm. Uh, you want a big fluffy tree. Uh. Right. And I was like, I want to be Santa Claus because he's the main character, right? Santa Claus. I want to be the Santa man. And I was very skinny. you know. I, mean, I was a tiny little kid. And I remember when we were like doing our practices or whatever, and like you could volunteer that you wanted to be in something or whatever. And I guess you could audition. And I was like, I want to be Santa Claus, second grade. And this, my teacher was like, um, you're not, you're not, you're no Santa Claus. I mean, come on. You're too small. You're too skinny to be Santa Claus. I'm like, what? Why? Oh, I want to be Santa. He's the main character. He's the mm -hmm. man. And this other teacher, I don't remember her name. I never had her as a teacher, but she uh, pulled my teacher aside. I was like, you know, just let just let the boy audition. Let him try it. Maybe he, I mean, he seems like he really wants to be Santa Claus. I mean, no other kids were like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want this. I want this part. This is the role I was born to play. And she was like, just let him try it. And I'm like, okay. And I, I guess I auditioned. And they were like, oh my God, we got it. They were fainting. They were faint. Oh, <laughs> clutch my pearls. Uh, and they're like, well, we're going to have to get some padding. <laughs> it, you sealed it, man. Yeah. And they were like, okay, all right. And it was, uh, it was, it was so fun. Oh my gosh, I loved it. And uh, I saw the VHS tape. Of that performance mm -hmm. from second and it grade, was just like you remembered it, huh? Uh, <laughs> my, I think my stuff was. I think it was all right, but it was so weird the way they set it up because you know we're little kids and they, you know, projecting and mm -hmm. things like that. So they hung mic because wi wired mic. They weren't wireless mics accessible in our little elementary school back then. So they hung these full corded XLR mics from the ceiling, mm. and they would just be kind of like hanging. Mm -hmm. So if you had a line, you would kind of like make sure you were near the mic so you could speak into it and be like, hang. Mm. Like, well, I don't know, Mrs. Claus, but we better find a Christmas tree. And then she, she would like come over to him like, you're right, Santa. Yeah, it's very mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had a crush on the girl that played Mrs. Claus. Wow. How interesting. I wonder what she's doing now. That's the problem with Facebook. Stay off Facebook, kids. Right. <laughs> then you'll start looking up people that you shouldn't be looking up. Later on, he's going to be typing up yeah, Mrs. Let me just, Claus. Mrs. Claus. What was her name? <laughs> I don't even remember her name. She'll come up. I'm sure it's on her Facebook, uh, her past job experience. <laughs> Mrs. Claus, second grade elementary play. And uh, yeah, so I got the part, and then they stuffed me up, and it was it was awesome. It was super fun. I loved it. That's where I kind of got the acting bug. I was like, ooh, I want to do this all the time. Mm -hmm. I love memorizing lines and performing. I got a kick out of it. And there was like, you know, it was a different time. There was like a lot of uh I didn't know, I didn't write the script, but this was this is pre uh pre-political movement time. So mm. there was like a lot of weird like Santa said a lot of weird things to Mrs. Claus that nowadays would be like, mm, Really? That seems a little chauvinistic. Okay. But I mean they were, they were like, I'll be funny if the little kids say that, and they're probably like writing the script. <laughs> You know, it's, um, I'm like this little second grade Santa. You know, I'm seven years old. I'm like, ah, women can't live with them, can't live without them. You know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And, the, and the parents were like, oh, 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 those little kids. Right, right. But nowadays, right. they'd be like, mm, crucified for yeah. saying some of that stuff. But it's just weird how things, maybe I should digitize that tape, <laughs> share some clips on the internet. Oh, boy, that'd be a bonus feature right there. Mm -hmm. So that's where I got hit with the acting bug. And then in fourth grade, I was in a bunch of plays 
in uh, in the school because I was like, any chance there was for a play in fourth grade at that school, I was like, yes, I want to be in it. And then I was with my dad at some event, and I was, I guess, I had this puppet that I used to like play with. I was a weird kid. I don't know. I would just take it everywhere, and I'd be like, meh, meh, meh. I guess I was waiting for him somewhere in some waiting room. And I was like, meh, meh, meh. and this old man went up to my dad and was like, you know what? I think he'd be really good in the children's theater. And he like gave him the card. He's like, you should call him. He'd be he'd probably be good for that. He looks like he likes to, you know, perform and things like that. And so we went to an audition. The first one was uh, for a melodrama of some like uh, like an old West melodrama. And I auditioned. and I got a part in it. I was like the local the local street photographer, Bing. And I would like always interrupt scenes. I'm like, hold on, let me get a picture for the paper. <laughs> it was like goofy. And then um. So that was the first play I did. And the second one I did was a Christmas Carol. And they, I was cast as Tiny Tim. Mm. Uh, I mean, because I looked frail like I was about to die. <laughs> that only made sense to put me as Tiny Tim. Yeah, and I just did play after play after play, uh, probably two or three plays a year uh, wow. through the through the children's theater until I uh, got old. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Uh, but after elementary school, I wasn't really as Yeah, outgoing. I was going to say. So you, I was, yeah, because you, so you graduated out of the children's theater and they, they, had some sort of company at the high school? No, 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 no. Children's, yeah, Children's Theater was totally separate. It was strictly just a, th- a local thing. All right. So, but you and had they no, still exist. no interest in pursuing that, I guess is my point. Yeah, because I felt like they kind of, after, at high school age, is kind of when the kids would kind of drop out from from it. And I think yeah. I was just getting so busy and I was starting to get into like filmmaking mm-hmm. and stuff. And I wanted to get more into that because theater is basically. An exaggerated version of acting. Mm -hmm. Because when you're on stage, you act... And this is the issue when you, like, hire somebody to be in your movie Mm. or your your indie film that's only done stage acting, Mm. and they don't get the difference. Mm -hmm. Because theater is so, like, boisterous and like, Oh, my, what will you do, Sweeney Todd? Mm. And then it's like, all right, ready, action. Oh, what? It's like, whoa, no, no, whoa. Reel it back and be a (laughs) little more subtle. Be a little more subtle with the performance. Yeah, there's no subtlety with stage acting. No, yeah, you have to, because you have to project and you have to be loud and you have to be so animated because it's not, they're not going to be edited. Yep. So you got to be entertaining. You have to, you have to reach the audience in the back. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. With not only your voice, but how entertaining you are on stage. Mm-hmm. And if you're just sitting there like, "Well, I just don't know how to feel about this," and it's like, "What? I don't, honey. What's going mm-hmm. on in this play?" So yeah, theater was a, it was a huge thing. So you did theater mostly through school, though. Yeah. And yeah. what are some plays you were in? Um, I was in Much Ado About Nothing. I was in Tommy. What's Tommy? Um, I don't know Tommy. It's a musical. Oh, see that I always shied away from mm. musical because I was very, I was deathly afraid of singing in mm. front of people. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm a horrible singer, but I always just when I was young, I used to sing with my dad in his band. He had a band, and I would, I would I'd like forgotten s- about that. Yeah, yeah, I would sing with him, uh, and then as I got older, I was like, no, I don't want to sing in front of people. I don't want to sing in front of people. Like I really got, you know. I don't know what it was, but after I left that small school that I loved so much and I went to the middle school, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, real kids are scary. Mm-hmm. And I was like very, I was very introverted at school. I was very quiet. Interesting. But in person, like I, but I loved hanging out with people and I'm very social. I am a very outgoing person, but not in, not in middle school and yeah, just not in school. Hmm. Something about school just threw me off. Yeah. Which is odd that I'm a teacher now. Right. But I teach elementary. Maybe that's why, because it was my favorite. Um, yeah. So what are, what are some of the other so musicals? You did some musicals. Yeah. Did you sing? Have singing parts? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was only in one musical, and I specifically signed up for it because they agreed to not give me a part that had singing in. Oh. Bye bye birdie. I was in that one. How old were you? I was in high school. Okay. I was in high school, it's the only one. They were like, "Come on, you got to be in it. You got to be. You you have acting experience. Be in." It. I was like, "It's a musical. I can't. I can't yeah. be doing it." Like, well, make sure you have a part that doesn't sing. I was like, okay. And then you were in. That's the only play I did in high school, though. I just so, they, they felt cheesy to me in high school. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you just want to act on camera now. And, yeah, and that's that's what I was doing. My buddies and I were making like fight scenes and it, doing. That's one stuff. of the things that I didn't realize how different they were until I started being in a couple of your shorts. Was how much more subtle it is. They're so different, and uh, I I love the camera work so much more than the stage work. Yeah. Um. I I don't want to go back to stage work. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, it's no, weird. No. It's just that weird thing of like, if you don't get it right, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you have like memorization is so much more important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's good to have memorization in in filmmaking too, 
but you you've got chances to try I'm different ways because if like do. and that's that's what I always noticed because what they would do in our theater is they would uh, we would have three shows so it'd be like a Friday Saturday and Sunday night show and one of those shows they would film mm. and produce a tape and I have all of the tapes of the films I was in and what was kind of funny is I'd be like man the Saturday show was. Oh man, I nailed it on the Saturday show. And Sunday, oh Sunday show, I made a mistake here, and I, ugh. and they'd always pick like the worst taping. Like it'd always be the worst day. It'd be the one that was recorded. Mm-hmm. Like man, can't edit that. But yeah, that, that's one of the cool things you get to get all these different interpretations when you're filming, so you can see. Oh, that take was really cool. Ooh, I didn't think it would work that way. And piecing together the story and the editing is, was probably why I liked filmmaking so much more. Theater was fun, but I don't know if I would ever go back either. Yeah. Because it is so different. I probably would like doing a play again um, or some kind of live stage show, but it's so different. Definitely an adrenaline rush that you get on stage versus on film. Like, film is like, like, there's no pressure at all Mm -hmm. versus stage, you have all the pressure. Yeah. Um, I. I'm not so much of a fan of the nerves and things that go with that stage work. Yeah, even when you're comfortable, you still get it. Mm-hmm. You still get it, even if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm totally confident. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. You still get that little, like, and my, my thing is right before I go out, I'm like a wreck. I'm oh, like, yeah. And I'm like pacing. Oh, it's awful. But as soon as I step on, I like black out and I'm good. Yep. And then afterwards, like, oh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, okay. yeah. But until you until you step on that stage, yeah, it's just like ball mm, of nerves. That is the worst. That it is the worst. The people who say that they don't feel that, I mean, they must be just, uh, psychotic because mm. I don't understand how you don't how you don't feel something Man. unless maybe they just don't care. Mm. Different kind of people. Mm. Yeah. Now I guess I kind of still have that where you know I do twice a year I do big uh, big stage shows and dance parties for the kids at the school and mm. they're fairly well attended. Like we just did a big superhero one. I was one. just going to say, you just did one. Yeah, where we came out and we did a big fight. We did an Avengers theme and, you know, I was Spider-Man and I did a big fight with Thanos. And um, so for the intro, I had that same feeling, even though it's kids, but it's like 500 kids. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. And their parents. Mm. And, you know, I try to put a good show on them. So all the Avengers were going to come out and be introduced. And uh, so like Captain America comes out and we had Thor come, I mean, we got like legit costumes and everything. Iron Man comes out and it introduces each of them. And then after they're like, all right, so we've got some of the heroes. If only we had some more, cause I sort of run the thing. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll be the last one to come out. So I'm like behind the curtain, the back, the rear curtain mm-hmm. and they're out front. And, uh, there's this little, there's like little slits in each section of the panel. So I'm standing on this giant, like rolled up mat thing so i'm like mm. about six feet in the air standing on it and then i you know the lights sort of go down and like oh have you seen any other heroes and i like kind of peek out at spider-man like spider-man's up there huh? mm-hmm. and like jump out i'm like oh i'm gonna break my ankle on this i'm gonna this is a pretty high jump mm-hmm. but i felt it back there behind the curtain i'm just waiting i'm like here we go here we go all and right, like, right. Boom. <laughs> and then i'm just on and then i just like jump out and i had like uh silly string web shooters oh, so cool. i like you know, they, which nobody knew about. And I come out, I like land, look around a little bit, and then it's like, shh, like, oh, it's crazy. Apparently, I, I, sh- one of the parents was there, you know, and I'm not paying attention. I'm just shooting into the crowd. It's just darkness. I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. I guess I hit this parent that was just kind of like <laughs> watching, just like, you got to do this stupid thing with my kids. And I guess I nailed him. Like, he just got like, <laughs> and, uh, my coworker who played Captain America, he was like, dude, I thought he was going to like jump up and beat the crap out of you. Cause he, it hit him and he's just like, <laughs> like he's not into it at all. He's just like, <laughs> and I didn't even know. I'm just like, yeah, Spider-Man. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Cause when the lights are on and yeah. the stage lights are on, you, you can't know, see you anything. can't see anything. No, it's just a sea of if they have like glow bracelets. Yeah. On. Yeah. Cause the way the lights out. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Man. I guess I nailed him. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't, still didn't have a good time, but yeah. So theater, theater is super different, but yeah, filmmaking and theater. Yeah, filmmaking and video games were always like my top two things, entertainment and acting, and which is why, you know, game day final. I was like, duh, I'm making mm-hmm. all these skits and things. Why don't I combine it with gaming? It only makes sense. They're my two biggest hobbies. Right. So you did some theater, did some theater, obviously you've acted with me and some things. Mm-hmm. Any other, uh, any other interests in the arts and hobbies? I, I swear, Gerald and I are friends, mm-hmm. despite me not knowing everything about Gerald. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently, the past couple of years, I've really gotten into writing. 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, yeah. How's that, how's that novel coming along? Yeah, we're good. Coming, so, yeah, the novella's finished and uh, really polished, and cool. the novel, the first draft, is, is completely finished. At the end, if you if you're really missing your Gerald fix, we'll we'll have ways of you to track what Gerald's up to. <laughs> this is news to me. I've oh, I figured it'd be a good idea. You got a Twitter, don't you? That's fine. I need to. I need to. I do have a Twitter. I'm not oh, active. I'm well. not. I'm not active. Oh, you will be. <laughs> They'll follow you. Well, if we if you feel like revealing your Twitter at the end, we will. Yeah, we'll pop that out. <gasps> Gerald's only existence on the internet, which yeah. was made. Not until after Digitally Distracted it's even funny, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really um, no, man, no I'm Facebook, really none of that. Off, off the grid. That's right. So they're going to be itching to to, to keep yeah, in touch. Yeah, you guys with you. can stalk me that way. That's right. Somebody's got to buy that novel. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the plan? So how does that work with writing? I mean, I like writing, but mm-hmm. I also get very irritated with writing because I could I could write like a, a one page short story and then I'd probably be winded. Because mm-hmm. there's something now. Scripts are different to me, but mm-hmm. writing like a like a book that somebody's going to read, man, I don't know if it's just keeping track of it all would, would bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pause right there. I'm going to pause right there. Pause. I'm going to keep it running, though. Because it might be bad. <sighs> <clears throat> Look, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes digitally distracted gets interrupted. It's not like we're shooting this on a soundstage. It's true. It was DHL. Who doesn't get things from DHL? I do when they're from Japan. Amazon Japan package showed up. Oh, nice. So, for those of you who don't know, I like physical media as opposed to digital downloads. There was a new Switch game that came out. Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Wow. Which is a uh, Switch and PS4 game. Currently in America, it is digital only. However... What they're starting to do with Switch games is the physical versions, the Japanese physical versions, will look at what region your your system is and will display English text. Get out. How about that? That's pretty cool. And apparently, according to Try from My Life in Gaming, uh, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, everybody is one of those games. Because I wanted this game because I like the Chocobo Mystery Dungeon games from mm-hmm. before. I was really excited when I heard it was announced, but I was like, oh, it's digital only. Yeah, so talk to me about this. What's the... I'm not familiar with these games. So they're RPG-ish. You go down, and they're sort of like dungeon crawl games, Mm -hmm. but you do it as Chocobo. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so fantasy RPG. It combines, you know, two of your loves there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A little tactical. And this is, I guess, I don't know if it would be like the third game or fourth game, maybe the fifth game. I think this is actually a remake of one that was released on maybe the DS. Mm-hmm. But the first two games were on PlayStation 1, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon 1 and 2. And there was like a Chocobo Fables game or something like that, which was similar. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of a continuation of that series. You know, a little Cactuar action on there. Hmm. But yeah, supposedly this will play in English automatically when you uh, load it up on a North American region switch. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and there was another, uh, uh, let me think, I Am Setsuna, which is another RPG on the Switch. The Switch version, same thing, will play in English. Hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. Now, sometimes they'll do that with Asia versions. If you get the Asia version, it'll have the option to switch to English subtitles, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, there you go. little tip from Try. PS4 versions, unfortunately, they have a physical version of that in Japan as well, but it doesn't mm. automatically convert to English. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they're doing that with Switch. I don't know. Very interesting. But, cool. Thanks for the interruption. Very nice DHL lady. Right. She was like... She was like... Hey, I just noticed your succulents are alive. I'm like, thank you. Well, yep, that's why we have succulents because they generally don't, they don't die. Right. They stay alive. Yep. For the most part, that's why. Hard to kill. The only plants we can we can handle. So, <laughs> I don't know where we were, but I know we were talking about uh, the plays and everything. We were talking about. You were talking art, about writing, and, and you were talking about writing and how for me the scripts. Yeah, scripts I can do, but yeah, long form writing. I think what it is is that I get. I get flustered because with right as you obviously know now you really have you have to go back and forth and you're you're keeping track of so many little story pieces and I'm like wait what did I say back on page forty seven mm-hmm. is that going to make sense for it wait didn't I say that he, his brother was this yeah like I wouldn't even know where to get started I would probably have to make a big like the old school high school 
make your thought web, right? Make your brainstorming web, and I have like, okay, this character, this is the things. These are all the things that happen to this character in the in the story. These are all the connections the character has with other characters, and then based on that, write it. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, wait, 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 who's he related? Who's his? Oh no, he's his, that's his cousin. Okay, right. Like I don't know if I could keep. How did you, did you just start writing? Um, I mean, you start with an idea, and then um, you you definitely have to plan and stay. Or- well, I have to plan. What's the first organized. thing you did when you wrote your novel? What do you mean? Um, novella. Novella. Well, the novella. Um, actually, I I started as a short story. And like, how long was that? Um, seven or eight pages. Okay. And then. Um, and then you're like, I'm gonna make this. Yeah, expanded. I, I thought like I could flesh it out. Okay, so you started by just just typing it. You didn't mm-hmm. like do like an outline or no, anything. No, no, That's no. pretty cool. I would have to do some kind of outline, I'm sure. Yeah. I even do that for like the storyline, like game day of the series stuff. I like do an outline. Right. Now, now fill it when in. I decided to make it um a novella, I, I had to use a, I had to yeah. um yeah. Now, I, s- now see I start at the end. I have to start at the end of like what I want the big reveal to be. Mm. And then I go back and tell how to get yeah, there. Some Did people you start do it. from the start or the I finish? started from the start. Now, so, you know, I've heard others will start in the middle, middle and then yep, web yep. out. There's different ways to do it. There's a million different ways to do it. You know, whatever works best for your brain. Yeah. That's cool. So there so. you go. Gerald the writer. Hashtag. We'll give you, the, we'll give you his Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Gerald's Twitter. I have to look it up. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. So it'll be fine. I, I'm, pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not that complicated. <laughs> I don't think it was. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. So writing, yeah. Again, we're we're both very creative people, which is why we've always gotten along, mm-hmm. despite uh, uh, little behind the scenes secret. Haven't seen each other in months. Mm-mm. Haven't seen each other in months, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't even know it. We pick right back up. <laughs> so Gerald and I have always been that way. We don't need to talk every day. Yep. We just we're fine. We caught you know we met up. We caught up on everything that's going on. I'm like oh oh you're there. Oh, okay cool. All right back to it. Yep. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Nope. It's all good. And uh, yeah so. So writing, a lot of creative interests we have, you know, filmmaking, performing. Do you like more behind the scenes stuff or like or like off non-performance things like writing compared to like being on camera? Um I, you know what? I, I think so. I like being on camera, but um I am not a huge fan of all the work that goes into the behind the scenes for camera work. So yeah. like all the work that you do, <laughs> all the stuff I have to do oh after gosh. Gerald leaves. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm here for like the easy part and everything mm. else. You know, I, I don't look like this in real life. It's all editing that David does. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> except, except the shirt that Gerald wore in episode 18 that there were many comments about. That was all Gerald. <laughs> I don't even remember. You got some comments. <laughs> you wore a button up. This is your first button. Oh, up. oh! You just threw a button up on. You know, I ran out of tease. I believe it was tucked in too. As you uh, remember, we said, uh, "Oh, you got an interview after this." Remember, I think it's the joke. I don't I made. know why I wore that. <laughs> I think like... I'd ran out of tees. <laughs> I was probably trying to dress it up. Um, Nop top. He he made some kind of like flash little oh comment. Did he? Um, yeah. It... Oh, so he must have recognized. Yeah, yeah. Check, check the comments out. They're and lovely. I, uh, you know, I, I actually didn't even recognize myself in the. Uh, <laughs> in a little clip, but um, I don't even know. Why. Oh, so good. Maybe it was a long day. I don't. Fashion, I don't know. fashionista. Yeah, <laughs> you had a lot, lot going on. Yeah. Lot going on. Oh man, so good. Yeah, so good. Um, other interests? Anything that's like non-creative, like um, sports? N- not, Big sports boy? No, I'm not. Yeah, neither mm, of us. Are. No, neither of us are sports. Boys. I hit the gym really hard. Um. From like my twenty, from like twenty one to thirty one. Well, even when I met you years and years, well, I guess it would have been. Uh, let's see, eight, nine, probably. I probably met you uh, ten, eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. It, at that point, you were hitting the gym pretty hard, mm. if I remember. Yeah, that was at the, I was the tail like, end gosh, of it. Gerald really does a lot of gym in it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And you actually went to a, I mean, you had a gym membership, right? Mm-hmm. Were you, where are you at? Which one were you using? Uh, I, I was at a couple, but I think at the time I was probably at Snap. Snap Fitness? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a gym membership in high school. Late, no, 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 no. Right out of high school. Right out of high school, I got a gym membership at what was formerly Gold's Gym. Mm, I hate that place. Horrible. No matter what skin you put on that gym, I hate it. I've yeah, tried yeah. it like three or Horrible. four times. Horrible. And it was back when, I mean, now gyms are struggling to keep people. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, $10 a month. Almost every gym now is $10 mm-hmm. a month with no contract. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, wait, you have to have, you used to have to have a contract to go to the gym? Yeah. It was like renting an apartment. Mm-hmm. It was like getting a lease. Yeah. And you couldn't break the lease. Mm-mm. It is so hard to get. It used to be so hard to get out of the gym. It was impossible. It's still not easy for some of those. Is it, it's getting better. Even the, but the ten dollars a month. That's like fine. I mean, it yeah. was like fifty bucks a month. Yeah. So stupid at going yeah. to the gym. Yeah. And I was like, really? Yeah. And even, I, I don't know if that was their. Mo- they were also like, well, it motivates you to come every day. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I was like three days a week, and that, that's when I was like, I was so, I was tiny. So my goal back then was to bulk up and put weight on. Mm-hmm. I know that game. And nothing. It didn't really do much. Like maybe I got more tone, but I was just like a skinny tone dude. Yep. In uh, in college. And then it wasn't until uh, 26, 26 it started to hit me. I'd say 27, 26 is when I started to be like, okay, so what I eat matters now. Mm-hmm. But I think I look way better now, like just having a little bit more weight on mm-hmm. as I get older. Uh, what I was telling Gerald when we, you know, met up here again today is the last, oh, I don't know, last two or three months I've been, you know, lost like 14 pounds because I was getting a little pudgy. It's always funny in the comments. It was like, oh, Game Dave got fat. It was like, well, more like Game Dave just eats. Like I was, I wouldn't say I was ever fat, but mm-hmm. I definitely belly wise. I was like, hey, whoa, hello. I don't even want to go to the bathroom anymore because I got to see this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I was like, this is it. This is where I have to maintain. I can't eat. Uh, a half dozen Dunkin' Donuts at work. Mm -hmm. Being an elementary school teacher is the worst because a student is always having a birthday. Right. And if you're a teacher that's Mm well-liked, they will... As you are. There's all... Most kids. Most kids like me. Most kids like me. Uh, (laughs) They bring in cupcakes, and there's always extra cupcakes. And what do the kids usually do? They're like, can I give my another teacher these or whatever and they'll ask their teacher and they'll come around and they always come to me mr thomas do you want a cupcake i'm like oh and you can't say no because then they you crush them what i what i have done i hope they're not watching what i have <laughs> the older students that have since moved on from our school i hope they're not watching because it's like what i have done i am guilty of this absolutely buddy oh thank you so much thanks thanks see the acting you see the acting and I throw it away. I can't. But most of the time, I would just eat it. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I have, yeah, man. Eat right in front of me. Yeah. Here's what I do. I make the cupcake sandwich. You ever do that? No, but I... Split and cut. Then you don't make a mess. Listen, I'm telling you right now, like, I mm. I uh, haven't had much to eat today. And I'm just thinking, like, I time. might stop by and get a donut or something because <laughs> I am... You said donut, and yeah. I'm like, mm, Dude, donut. man, it's crazy. And uh, teachers love to just grab... A dozen donuts or whatever. Mm. Now, our art teacher, love her. She's so good. Our art teacher, she's great. I do a lot of things to to promote some of like her fundraising things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I help her with a project, the next day she'll get me Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. And I'm talking like mm. not a couple munchkins or a donut. She'll get me a half dozen donuts. And I remember the first year she did it, she was like, Dave, what? What's your favorite Dunkin' Donut? I was like, oh, Boston cream. And you just... <gasps> Yes. Boston cream. Yes. I love Boston cream donuts. Yes. No. First so, of all, so I love Boston cream. Stop. Period. But yes, donuts do fall into that Boston category. Boston cream donut. And I was like, yeah, you know, Boston cream donuts would be great. Uh, I love Boston cream. So I thought she might bring me one maybe because I could tell what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She brought me a half dozen Boston cream donuts only. That's it. Six Boston cream donuts on my desk. Heaven, Thanks for your help. Heaven in a box and right there. Every time I do something for her, she brings me six Boston cream donuts from Dunkin' Donuts to eat. Man, you, and I eat whew. and I used to eat all of them <laughs> before I'd leave for the day. I'd have one when six? I six? Are you still- <laughs> <laughs> I terrible? I know it's bad. Wow. So I would eat. I when she would the morning. See, like, we, we, yeah. I'm sure there's some viewers out there. You guys, you know, you're in your teens, early twenties. <laughs> like, I like, do that all What's the time. Big deal? I eat twelve donuts. <laughs> you know, I, eat, I eat three pizzas. By whatever. Myself. You know, it. You, yeah. mm, this you is after. Get, mm, you will see. Live this it is up. Thirty. Yuck it up now. Yeah, yeah. This is after thirty metabolism. So it is not the same situation oh, you might man. be dealing with. Yeah, we we both had mm. super fast metabolisms growing. We couldn't put weight on for nope, anything. Nope. Yeah, and Gerald and I have the same body mm. issue where everything goes to our belly. Nowhere else. Like we can hide that we're overweight mm-hmm. to, as long as we're like you know because we're always doing that constant like that little 
suck in mm-hmm. no matter where we are mm-hmm. i'm sure you're yeah. like, you know walking around just feeling a little bit but you and i both i mean you oh, lost yeah. a, a lot of weight yeah. before mm. we started the show mm-hmm. really and then i i'm starting to get back into where i was yeah i was pushing i was almost up to 200 yeah isn't that crazy could yeah. you imagine i can't i can't mm-hmm. I, I saw i think i saw you once or twice when you were in that like worst mm-hmm. worst area I think you were you had like you were taking your dog outside when we pulled up. Yeah, and you're like, "Hey, man, hey!" And I was like, "Oh my god, what happened to Gerald?" You never shared that with me. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I remember <laughs> what that. If I, yeah, yeah, we came and you were out yeah. in the shorts and you had like in yep. the belly. I was yep. like, "I what do I Hey, man, looking bad. I wish, looking real I, bad. <laughs> I, I, I wish you. I wish you would have said something. Gerald, that would have been Gerald, a wake up call for me. Gerald had just gotten very comfortable. Well, there were a couple things going on. I was comfortable. There were there were a couple things going on. And I totally get those things because yeah. those have caused me to gain weight yeah. too. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny now. The people are probably there's other people who are looking like, "What are you talking? You guys are skinny." Mm, it's true. We hide it very well. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know because I was I was overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I was at my at my heaviest. I was one seventy two. 172. Mm-hmm. And I always think back to when I did the Jackie Chan uh, fitness video, Zavixport, years ago. And you had to put in your weight and your birth date and all that. And I, I was like, oh, I'm about a buck 50. 150. Mm-hmm. I was 150 when I did that. I was 172. Mm. That's a, I mean, you might be like, oh, it's only 22. 22 pounds? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that, weight. That's a lot. On this frame. Mm-hmm. And, you know, commenters noticed. They're, you know, I've been on the, the, my channel for over seven years. It's kind of. Yeah, you know, or no, or no, not seven years, about six years. Mm-hmm. I don't even know now. Hold on. Yeah, six years. Six years on the channel. So you can see, you watch my first video mm-hmm. that's publicly available, and then you watch like a, a more recent video before now. It's mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. It happened. Jeez, man. A half dozen of Boston creams. Yeah, so I eat one when it, when the morning, like eight o'clock. Jeez. And that's not the only thing you're eating, too, right? No, I have lunch. And so I eat that oh in the morning, and then like 10 o'clock. Before my first main class of computer, I'll to eat another one, and then I'll have lunch, and I'll eat one for like dessert. This is what I used to. I don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. She actually brought me a half dozen when I started my workout routine. I couldn't eat any of them. I was mm-hmm. like, "This sucks. I cannot eat." I ate half of one, mm-hmm. and then I had to do an extra workout that night. And the extra workout burned just enough calories to take care of that half of a donut. Jeez, man. Yeah, I had to gamify it. I had to gamify mm-hmm. my eating and working out, or I never would have happened. So mm-hmm. I used you know the app that everybody uses, the My Fitness Pal app, and just had to track calories and everything I did. I put it in, mm-hmm. and it's such a hassle. But once you get used to doing it, it's like oh no, it's just like opening up Twitter and checking or checking my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I just put in my food. Yeah, I know it's it's super exciting. Don't get too excited. So mm-hmm. fitness has been a thing that has always interested me. But I'm finally kind of taking it seriously. I mean, I'm not. It's not like I'm like, oh yeah. I'm not like ripped or anything. I'm mm. just trying to not die. Yeah, is the goal. Not die and not get as many comments about how swollen I look. Mm. Game Dave, you look really inflamed. <laughs> Got a lot of inflammation going on. <laughs> yeah, and it's just six Boston cream. <laughs> Jeez, man. I know, I know. I don't do it anymore. But yeah, cupcakes, whatever. Kids will bring me cookies. Mm. It's hard. Jeez. It's very difficult. Yeah. But with fitness, the only sports-related thing I liked, aside from, you know, I, mean, I don't like working out. I hate it. Mm. I mean, I, I like strength training. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? It's fun. It's right. fun to be like, yeah, and you feel it. And you're yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I do I love... feel huge right now, yeah. but you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cardio, you know, I hate running. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to do it. got to do it. Yeah. But the only sport-related activity that I used to play baseball when I was young, my dad, my dad was a really good baseball yeah, player. I do, I do remember that. Yeah, my dad was an amazing pitcher, um, great, great baseball player. Uh, he could have been, in, he could have been in the minors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great player, he could have been in the minors, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he probably could have. But his grades were terrible, so in mm. high school he got kicked off the team. That's too bad. But he, sorry, dad, sorry to embarrass you on the internet. Um, but martial arts, that was the only yeah. sport that I was really into, and I, I did. Uh, I did Ishinru Karate, which I loved. Uh, Ishinru Karate was, you know, it's been a, it's a local established form in this area with Rigby's. Okay. And uh, that was my first experience. I loved it. Fell in love with it. Oh, my gosh. Love martial arts movies, Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Then I did uh, I did Jeet Kune Do, which was Bruce Lee's martial art. Mm. I did Jeet Kune Do in sort of a small group setting. It was very, like, Fight Club-esque, and it scared me. Mm. I did it for a while, and then I was like, I I gotta, I can't do this anymore. Hmm. And it was a girl I was dating. Her friend 
was in it. And he was like, oh, you like martial arts? You should totally come with me to Jeet Kune Do. I was like, Jeet Kune Do? I didn't know there was a Jeet Kune Do school around here. Mm -hmm. Not something you normally see. It's based on a lot of like Kung Fu and things like that, which is fast Kung Fu. And uh, I was like, sure, I'll go. And it was, I did a couple classes. I really liked it, but it was a little too intense. At the end of class, <laughs> you know, you'd learn a couple moves or whatever. There's a lot of self-defense stuff, a lot mm -hmm. of quick moves. And at the end of each class, what they would do, <clears throat> everybody would get in a big circle. And the, uh, the uh, Sifu would call someone out to the middle, say, call your name. And you'd go to the middle, and you would have to, and each person in the would come at you and attack you. Get out. And not with pads or anything. They would just try to do a move on you. And you would ha your goal was to use some technique from the night to avoid it or block it or deal with it. Mm hmm so, and people would get hit. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, well, I'm used to like sparring where you put on the gloves, you mm -hmm. put on your like, good muscular, and you get the helmet on. Mm -hmm. I wasn't used to that. I was like, holy crap. I was like, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. I got picked, but they were way easy on me. Mm -hmm. It was so obvious. They were like, they were like, wait, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, it was so obvious <laughs> that they were like, ah, he's little, he's mm -hmm. little. But I mean, one guy got a bloody nose and... Um, the other thing now, if you didn't, if you didn't pull your punches well, you did get in trouble. You'd mm. have to do like push ups and stuff mm -hmm. if you didn't pull. And, you know, so the guy like, you know, pop somebody, you'd have to, but there's the chance of it happening was very high. I'm right. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. There's a little too much. I like the art part of martial arts. Mm. Let's just say that. I'm not, I don't do martial arts because I want to learn how to kick somebody's butt. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to try to beat do you people. you like the forms? I like forms a lot. I like the style of it. I love learning forms. That's mm -hmm. my favorite thing. And then the last martial art that I did was Kung Fu. Finally got to do Northern Northern Shaolin Kung Fu mm -hmm. with a legit master. And it was a invite-only thing mm. that my dad stumbled upon. My dad was trying to find a Tai Chi instructor. Mm. And there was this old newspaper ad that the Sifu had put in there years ago, back when he had a school. And the school closed down. And he was just doing it at home, so he never longer had the school. So the number was still his cell phone. And when he called him, he was like, oh, "I don't really do the school anymore." Um, and he was he was from you know he was from China, and it's like, oh, "Wow," he's like, "Yeah, I don't really do the school anymore. Uh, we just sort of you know meet at my home. I have a sort of area where we work out." He's like, "If you're interested," he's like, "Some of my former students still meet. I mean, maybe you can come and see how it how it works." So sort of like a tryout to see if he fit in with them mm -hmm. it's weird so he went and it was uh the older crowd did the tai chi stuff and it was like the legit long form of tai chi which mm. is like which you would love right tai chi is good tai chi is very slow but it's actually a very powerful art if you really know what the moves are doing mm -hmm. and so i went with him to one of the, the adult classes but then the younger crowd would do kung fu and i was like wait they do kung fu i was he's like you should come back for a kung fu class but my dad did it and he accepted him and he was like all right you can be part of it it wasn't like a pay thing you would mm -hmm. like they had a little they had a little basket a little chinese basket and you would throw money in there as like tips mm -hmm. but you didn't have to pay anything you just went and you were just part of this group mm -hmm. and my dad did the tai chi and then he was like well bring your son so i came out and we sometimes they would meet at the beach and we're at the beach, and I come up, and he's like, oh, nice to meet you. He's like, oh, you did martial arts before? I was like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of, you know, just some karate. And mm -hmm. I, I don't trying to sound like I kind of knew it. He's like, okay. Oh, yeah, he's very. He's like, all right. Come on. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he, like, pulled me out. He's like, show me. Show me what you can mm -hmm. do. I was and like, he's, like, some master, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you want me to, like, attack you? I was like, okay. So I was just started. He was, like, blocking everything. He was like, whoop, 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 whoop. And I was like, oh, my, oh. Oh, I couldn't do anything. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm. He was like, he's like, you have a fire. You have a fire. I'll bring you on. He's like, come next week. Kung Fu. I was like, okay. So we met. Uh, it was twice a week. And we did, in the winter, it would be conditioning, strength conditioning, because mm -hmm. it was too cold. Yeah. And then in the spring and summer, we would do forms outside of his house. Yeah. And it was like Miyagi Yeah, level. that sounds amazing. It was, it was it, so intense, though. And it was like, I knew I wasn't able to dedicate, so I only I did it for about a year, and I was like, I can't. He didn't do belts or anything. He's like, everybody here is a black belt because you will you will know so much more than at a paid, you know, wow established, a paid established sort of situation. Cause, I mean, it was a little like we did iron palm training. I don't know if you about know about that. I so know iron nothing. palm training is where you basically blow your hands up to make it the which is stuff that kind of scares me. That kind of stuff where. You know, you uh, build up your strike strength. Gotcha. 
So you start with this very basic bag, and it has like a soft um, material in it, and you're just you're doing all the strikes. You're doing like tiger strikes and dragon strikes on the bag mm. to build up your hand strength. Because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, he's like, oh, baby hands. We have build up hands. I'm yeah. like, oh man, baby hands. That's me. He's like, oh, I have baby hands. So I have to build up hands. <laughs> You'd always say that to me. It's like, oh, I gotta work on those. And then you would move up, and then you would do sawdust in the bag, uh-huh. and then you would put BBs in the bag, mm-hmm. and it was so it would get harder and harder mm-hmm. and harder. And then you would move up, and you would do it on brick, mm. which is uh, so. I would come home, and my hands would be like these swollen, like blow. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I'm not doing iron palm anymore. I'm like, fr- and I like research it. It can build up muscles in it, but it can also, you know, arthritis and things like sure. that. So I was like, it is very traditional, old school. It's just not something I was into. So the conditioning didn't do it for me, but. When it came to forms, the last part, and then I'll move on because I'm sure they're tired of hearing about it. So then with forms, he would, based on that initial fight or sparring, Mm -hmm. he would sort of see what your body type fit. Hmm. Because you didn't just learn everything. So he would assign you a a kung fu animal. So I got, you know, like one of the guys was monkey. He did all the monkey style forms. There was a guy that, uh, he was real scrappy. He was like a wrestler type. Mm -hmm. And then another guy, really tall guy, he um, he did tiger. So he did all the tiger forms. And then for me, of course, he was like, you will be Mantis. Mantis. And I loved it. Mantis forms are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, so he did like Mantis strikes and things like that. Um, so it was, you know, he matched you really well then. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. And uh, and then you would get assigned a weapon, your first weapon. So uh, one guy did three-section staff. Um, one guy did with like the the um, hooks, the like, I don't know what they're called. I always forget what they're called. Yeah. And uh, I was just regular bow staff is what I did. So I did bow staff and mantis. I learned most most of the first three mantis forms, um, which were awesome, but they're very difficult. It is not it is not karate. Karate is very choppy. It's very like, mm, ooh, you know, very. Yeah. Whereas kung fu is like, it doesn't it's look like kind it of stops. Flows, yeah. yeah, everything connects to everything. So you have to know every. It's not like, oh, it's this punch, this block, this hit, this uppercut. It's, all right, so you're moving up through here, and then you're doing this, you fall back into this stance, and then you do a spin kick. It's just, like, so much. Um, I miss it, but at the same time, like, it is it is something you have to be dedicated to, and I just didn't feel like I was mm-hmm. giving it what I should as much as I loved it. I mean, it was all, like, Kung Fu is by far my favorite. Wow. So that's the tales of Dave's martial arts. Let's, uh, let's take a game break. <laughs> Okay, so I've got one final package here. I apologize in advance if there is uh, anything that is on its way to the P.O. Box or anything has been sent to the P.O. Box. Worst case scenario, follow me on Twitter, at NextGameDave, and uh, if we receive anything after the season ends, I'll be sure to show that uh, on Twitter and take a look at it, so don't worry, but um, I apologize if you were hoping it'd be on Digitally Distracted. But I have this right here. It's from Anibis the Red. Hmm. Anibis the Red. A little fan mail for this game break. Use my uh, martial arts knifing skills here. <laughs> I never learned anything with knives. What's your favorite martial arts weapon, Gerald? If you had to pick a, a, a nice, cool weapon, like think sword or you know, blunt I, or sharp object. I think the hooks are kind of pretty cool. Hooks are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mine used to be. It was for the longest time. It was Tanfa, which are the Suikin and two main characters' mm. main weapons. I mean, what what main character in RPG? Has tanfa. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. The batons. Uh, I also like sai. Mm-hmm. I learned a little bit of sai. I did a little bit of nunchuck work in my martial arts. You know, days. those batons are cool. Man, they are cool. They are really cool. You can do some really cool things oh, with I the bet. tanfa. All right. <clears throat> oh, boy. We're in. We're in, baby. Note on top. Here we go. Game Dave. Thank you for keeping me entertained for hours with your rambling. He's got you. He's got your number. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me entertained for hours with you rambling on by means of useless information and worthless facts that will not put food or nor drink on my table. <laughs> but maybe you can put these two cups on your table that's in front of you during your digitally nice distracted videos. Instead of, instead of them two bland cups, seriously, keep up the good work, you and the little fella next to you. <laughs> Anib- he's, got, he's got my number two. <laughs> he's got you. Anibis the Red. <laughs> Man. That's funny. How how awesome and sad <laughs> that we finally get to reveal these. Oh, yeah, it's so sad. Oh, man. Season two. Now we have to do a season two, right? Something's going to happen. 
now we have to do a season do something. two. Or at the very least, if we ever do any live streams together, these are these are what you better bring your yeah, bring I your cup with you. I still want to play Athena. Bring your cup with you. I assume they're the same, but who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll open them both up. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sure they're the same. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> awesome. Wow. Game Dave digitally distracted. <laughs> right from the channel. That is so cool. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Anibus the Red. Let me just switch. Yeah. Let me switch my gin over. I uh, I mean these aren't these haven't been washed either, but I don't care. It's for the for the show. I might I might steal this. Let's see how it is. When I leave. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to. It's it's yours officially. That's awesome. That's really cool. Oh. And it drinks so well. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anibus. That way, what a great. Unfortunately, yeah. Thank you so much, man. That is that is so cool. That's awesome. Thanks for getting those custom made. That's, That's cool. really cool. That is awesome stuff. Well, thank you so much, and that's gonna do it for the game break. Mm -hmm. Wow, man, got some awesome people out there. Yeah, we do. So good. Well, so you good. do. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I try. It's that PlayStation just... Classic review, which people were very, very uh, disjointed about. Um, so yeah, martial arts. We talked about uh, our theater and acting mm -hmm. and creative arts. I know also you've got some others. Yeah, I I love board games. Board love games. Them. Yeah. I've gotten into that. Um, recently the past couple years mm -hmm. uh elder tour is hands down my favorite yeah we've had some board game nights mm -hmm. it's been awesome yeah i need to need to make that happen we are uh well there's gonna be some uh location changes you heard it here first maybe unless i've made a video about it uh some location changes happening so uh depending on the setup might have to put together some some more regularly occurring board game mm -hmm. nights. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, get a crew together. To yeah, that. that'd be fun. That'd be a good time. Mm -hmm. But go on, go on. Yeah, so uh, other tour, um, Tricarion is another favorite. I, I like heavy board games. Yes, yes, um, yes. Not the simple. No. Though, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little Splendor. No, 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 no. Have no. you seen the expansion? I have seen it. I have not played it. Picked it up. Really? We have Splendor in the expansion, so I have to try that. Get soon. out. Yeah, where you have, have your little I got to say, I love... Um, most of my friends really weren't into board games. I invite them over for board game night, kind of get my hooks in them. Yeah, it takes a little while to get some people. Yeah. Um, yeah, ours was because when the game table opened up, which was a, a board game store around here, um, you know, my buddies and I would go to the, or it's called Our Game Table. Mm -hmm. And that's where we discovered, because they had sort of, if you were signed up as a member, it was like a monthly membership, then you could go to the back and they had just, you could get any board game off of this shared library shelf of games. I don't know if you ever went there. Occasionally, but I wasn't part of the club. Yeah, so we, we signed up very quickly, and you would just, we just would try a new game, and we'd all get around and play these games. It was a great way, and then we'd end up buying some of them. So it was mm -hmm. a really cool idea. Unfortunately, the, the money wasn't there. Mm -hmm. As most small businesses, you know, seem to go by the wayside. But uh, There were some issues with management, too. Well, yeah. not so much management, but... Um staffing and things from yeah. what I, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was difficult. It's not easy. No. It's not easy to do something like that. Um and they just the way they opened up that area, I think it was mm, so cool. Yeah. You know, that's where I discovered Carcassonne, which is my probably my favorite board game, uh non-traditional board mm -hmm. game. European. For sure. Love Carcassonne. Um you know, Munchkin, I discovered Munchkin for the first time and there's sort of like unique card games and things like that. And then just moving on to things like Dominion Dominion's a really fun one. I'm mm -hmm. a big fan of Dominion as well. Yeah, but I also like the silly games too. You know what I don't? Everybody's like, "Oh, you like kind of unique things like apples to apples, right?" I'm like, I don't, I don't like apples to apples. It doesn't feel like a game. Yeah, that is that to me is a uh, laugh with your friends game. It's not. It's like a party mm -hmm. favor thing. It's not something that is like strategic. Right. Right. You know? Right. Or even like the shared. Uh, or the co-op games like Pandemic, that's a really fun one where you're working against the game. Mm -hmm. Those are really cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of cooperative games. Yeah. And then, you know, Settlers, everybody knows Settlers, mm -hmm. Settlers Catan. Um, I, you know what? I kind of liked uh, the, the one that we played not that long ago. King of Tokyo was mm. simple and fun. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. I almost bought that the other day. So they actually have it at Target now. Yeah, Target yeah. is starting to sell a lot of the more obscure board games, mm -hmm. I'm noticing. But, uh, you know, Amazon, they're just cheaper on Amazon. Yeah. That's the problem. Yep. Probably put our game table out of business as part of it Probably. too, because it's like they would sell it at the retail. Because mm -hmm. I didn't, I wanted to buy Carcassonne there so bad. I bought a couple games there, 
but it was hard to justify. It's hard. It is. Because on Amazon, they had the Carcassonne Big Box, which had all the expansions up to that point and the main game in mm-hmm. the Big Box. And it, was, it was almost the same price as getting the, the standard base game at our game table. And back then, I wasn't making nearly the money I make now. Not that I make a lot of money, but mm-hmm. I'm saying I didn't have any, any yeah. disposable income. I yeah. had no choice. But that's the problem. I would love to have supported them more, but that's where you know I paid for the membership, so that was my way of to sort of help. Right. Um, yeah, it's a shame. But board but gaming hard. is not just Monopoly and oh my gosh, sorry. Sort of, yeah. There's so much out there. So much it, out there, and Kickstarter's helped a ton with that. There's a lot yeah. of games out there now that I want to get. I want to get the Ghostbusters one mm-hmm. that sort of plays out like D and D sessions, mm. where you pick up Ghostbusters and you, you set up the rules and everything. I play that. It's like yeah, a, it's like a one session sort of D&D thing mm. for for the Ghostbusters game. I'd like to try it. I've heard mixed things about it. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to pick that up. It's not too expensive. It'd be pretty cool Yeah, to try I'd play it. that. I'd be in for that. I think it sort of has the style of the IDW comic book series, which mm. is, you know, the main original guys, um, which is kind of cool. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. It might be something to try. Yeah. But wow, uh, the first half of this was, was very long. Um, I do have yeah. one more piece um, to go on with the topic. So we've sort of talked about some hobbies and things. This might be interesting. Maybe we can get one from each of us. It might not be too specific, but this is from Gary Meacher. Gary Meacher. Topic idea, gaming and dating. Hmm. So Dave dipped into this when he mentioned he sold his games to appease his girlfriend. Hmm. How have the other adventures in dating gone in the lives of Gamer David, Game Dave, and Gerald, and Lil G? Hmm. <laughs> As you're known, of course. Oh, man. May, I don't have any others that were super specific to gaming, but um, I could probably think of at least a, a sort of amusing slash sad, <laughs> embarrassing dating tale. Do you have any interesting? I, I could make a whole episode on this. Well, give us one one amusing gaming tale. I don't sort have of so much our, of a gaming tale, so as much as, you know, I'm older and wiser now. I'm not married. Uh, I'm single. I... Um, Single and ready to dingle? Is that what it's called? No, mingle. 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 Yeah. Mingle. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly. Follow him on Twitter. That's that's one of the things I look for um, in a partner is do you like board games and is that something that you would enjoy? It's important to me. You know, it's <laughs> Fine, a they're like, what do you mean board games? Yeah, well, that's board that's ga- I've it. played life. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if they don't, if they don't understand that 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 part of my life, it's it's just not gonna. work. You don't get me. <laughs> it's just not gonna work. You know, you it's like that's a waste of time. Why do you even do that? I'm like, All right, this isn't gonna go anywhere. Dang, man, that's intense. Okay, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. That's that's good to know. And uh, um, okay, so I'll. All right, in college. Oh gosh, so weird. In college, it's funny to think about. These are people that are like married and probably have mm, kids now, right? and, like kind of talking not so great about them. No offense to any any people we ever talk they about. Were young, they were young. I was in college. I was not. Yeah, I was in college, <laughs> and uh, I was. I met this girl, and you know, she was very. She was younger than me. Um, I was. She was a freshman, I believe. I was a little older, and she was. You know, she was young, and. Uh, I th- I kind of tell she liked me, and it's just one of those weird things where you just kind of fall into a relationship. It's not like, hey, you want to? It's not like the old days where will you like to go steady with me? That doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happens. I don't think people say, hey, do you want to be boyfriend girlfriend? Uh, there is a conversation that um, you should end up having um, if you, when you end up being exclusive. Say, or so are we? Are we exclusive? Are we? You know, I've had that conversation. Yeah. Recently. Interesting. See, I I don't think I've ever Didn't had... Didn't work out. Ooh. I've never had that conversation where it's like, hey, do you want to be exclusive? Because mm-hmm. it just kind of falls... It just, it's like, oh, it's just so obvious mm. that you are. Um, I've never had an issue where it's felt like it wasn't. Yeah, times always, have changed. Yeah. See, again, I got I got through it before yeah, all that yeah. stuff. I, I would agree with you um, back in the day... Um, it was more just like, oh yeah, we are yeah. we are together. Yeah. Yep. After that, after what just happened at the Walmart, <laughs> <laughs> the twenty four hour Walmart trip. I don't know what that would mean. Yeah, actually. I don't really understand. My initial either. was I was making fun of the fact that I was just like hanging out at a Walmart, but then I'm like, uh, what could you buy at Walmart? Oh, that's not what I meant. Try it on. <laughs> the, I don't know where he's going with that. Don't know where he's going. I really... No, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant at all. And I apologize to all all ages of viewers out there. 
Um, so anyway, it was just one of those things where we hung out. Like, I don't know how we met. I don't mm. really remember. I think we met through a group of hallmates that were hanging out, and we just kind of like talked a little bit. And I was, you know, I was being goofy game, Dave, gabbing it up, making mm-hmm. some jokes. And I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Which is going to come back to the end of this story. So we uh, we were dating for a little bit. What's a little bit? Oh, I don't know. Several months. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, I was always, it was okay. I wasn't, like, fully there. And I, I knew I wasn't, I was going to be leaving the school soon. Mm. And uh, the issue was she just didn't, like, jump out. It wasn't like, ah, yeah, this gal, this is it. Mm-hmm. She, she gets it. And it came down to we would be out with other people. And, you know, I like I, I like being in social situations. I like talking to people. I like meeting new people. I mean, that's why I love going to conventions mm. and getting to meet the fans. I just love interacting with people. Probably be like, oh, Dave, Game Dave seems so fake. It's like, no, I'm just, like, very – I get very excited – I'm again extrovert. A true extrovert feeds on interacting with people and being social, and that gives me energy. I'm like, why is he? Why is he so energetic right now? Shouldn't he be wiped out? And then the introverts. The idea isn't that they hate being around people. It's just it takes more energy to interact with people socially. Uh, right? I hope that's right. no. You're right. <laughs> okay. You're okay. Right. Day, game Dave talks about stuff he doesn't know anything about. <laughs> stick to the game. Yeah. So we're in. Yeah. Stick to what you know. <laughs> So we were in a social situation, and whenever we were in a social situation, I would like, um, you know, something would be said, and I would make some remark, like to make a joke, and it'd be, you know, some laughter there. Mm-hmm. Not saying I was like, oh man, I was so funny, I was crushing it. I'm just saying, you know, make a little joke, and I'm like, yep. oh yeah. And what would happen is she would immediately piggyback on the joke and make a comment to go with it, and it would never hit, mm-hmm. and it was just like that. It's like ah, she's with me. <laughs> yeah, she's that's yeah, she's with me. And it was that thing. I was like, I I have to break up with her because she's not funny, and it not funny enough. But it's not even like you don't even have to be funny. You don't have to be like some comedian mm-hmm. for me to find you attractive. I mean, it just sounds like it just didn't gel. The issue was uh, she didn't know when not to try to be funny. Mm. Man, this makes me sound like a really a mean person. Uh, I just—it was very awkward. It was like she was like, I, you know, I don't know what it would be, but like, oh, don't put your feet in those shoes. Am I right? I'm like, <laughs> she'd be like, I know because I wear heels, and it's like, what is she? What does she think? Is that Dave's girlfriend? Right. And I was like, oh, and I was like embarrassed by her, but it was just like weird. Mm-hmm. We just weren't on the same. Yeah, it just didn't, just didn't click. Plane of existence, and. uh it was a very awkward. I'm not proud of it, but I used the "I'm moving" excuse, and I remember months later I got a, a AOL instant message because you know that back was in those thing. days. Back in those days, I got an AOL instant message from her who I had not talked to, and she was like, "I I can't keep racking my brain. I just wonder what was the Aww. real reason? What was the real reason? I was like, what? I just, I was moving. It just we weren't. It wasn't so she knew. Right. She knew there was they something know. else. You women, Shoot. you. Why are you so smart? Sixth sense, you know. I don't like that you're smarter than us. It's a real problem. It's a real problem. Yeah, so she knew that something was right. She was like, okay, fine, whatever, whatever. I just wish you could be up front. I was like, ah, well, I don't think she would have wanted me to be. I mean, what I, I wouldn't want a girl to be like, hey, it, look, it, we got to break up because you, you're just so cringy. Yeah, it would have been difficult. <laughs> Which I am. But, but I think she would have appreciated it in the long run. But how do I say, hey, I just want to let, look, um. You know, I, mean, I know you, I'm moving away, and uh, you're a great girl and all, but uh, you're just not funny. No, you don't even have to say that. Just say it just doesn't click. You know, we're not we're not clicking. That's what I, those are the things I was like, yeah, I feel like we just weren't working. And like she was like, yeah, but why? What was it that wasn't working? Like she just mm. kept pushing. I was like, oh, I was like, I am not here to destroy your self-esteem, honey. Yeah, yeah. Don't let me, if you're having fun piggybacking off of jokes poorly, I, who am I to stop her? That's true. I can see that. All I can do is stop the relationship. Which I, I can did. see that. So she, yeah, who knows what she's up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's my answer, Gary. So <laughs> there's your story. Hopefully, uh, Gerald and I gave you a nice little little tidbit of information. So with that, Man. as I set down the, the white tablet for the last time here, a couple of uh, pieces of information before we close out the show. First of all, um, you know, first off, I just want to say I'm moving. I'm going to be mo- hopefully soon. I'm moving. This is this is it. 
if if and when digitally distracted comes back in whatever form that may be, it won't be here, uh, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, been looking for a new place. Uh, my family's growing a bit, so uh, and I'm outgrowing the game room. I mean, how many? There's too many stacks. Yeah. When things start getting stacked. That's how you know the shelf space isn't isn't ideal, and uh, the the home space. So, love this house. Been here for seven years, but it's time to move on to something bigger and better. Sort of find that forever home, mm-hmm. and uh, with that, a a better studio space, a more apt studio space for what I want to do with the future of the channel. And uh, this seems like the, a great point to sort of um, make this sort of finale. And uh, see what is on the horizon, whatever that may be. It is. It has been awesome. And for starters, I want to say special thanks to Gerald for for coming along with this. I was like, hey man, let's. I want to do this show. And uh, are you are you on board for this? You want to try this? And I think it's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I'm glad. Well, I can't believe we've done 20. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, 20 episodes, and uh, they might be like, oh well, in podcast terms, you're not really a podcaster till you do 100. Uh, but ours is not your typical podcast, I would say. It's different because ours is very much like topical. We're not just mm-hmm. talking about news or, you know, it's different. It's not like we have guests on or anything. Right. But it's been fun. I like having the video side, like having the audio side. I know a lot of people out there pr- appreciate the audio uh, version they can listen to. Um, and so that's the second thing. So I'm going to say is to all of you out there who've watched it and supported the digitally distracted show, it was sort of, uh, I was like, we'll see. I mean, it's been great. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Um, you guys have really, really taken on to it. And even the audio version, it's been been very enjoyable. But uh, And then another big special thanks has got to go out to Kevin Hoover. Kevin Hoover, my man, that guy. I don't know what Kevin Hoover cannot do. You may not have seen Kevin Hoover, but you've heard Kevin Hoover, and you've seen his work because Kevin Hoover uh, helped arrange the music for the theme song for Digitally Distracted. Um, I, I wrote some things in my synth uh, organizer and a pattern organizer and then sent that over to him and he made it what it is. So he was basically, uh, you know, the guy who made the theme song happen uh, based on my little ramblings that I did in my music production software. He also single-handedly created the introduction and graphics in 3D space it's for really digitally distracting really logos. So that is all Kevin Hoover. So Kevin... You're the man. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, he put it together, and he helps with the channel and the behind the scenes all the time. Because he's just, uh, you know, great, great friend of the show. Great friend of the show. Um, but yeah, thanks to everybody. And uh, Gerald, how do you feel about people following you on Twitter? You know, it's strange. This is my first kind of foray into any sort of non-acting. Yeah, any kind of just being internet. In my <laughs> yeah, it's strange. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I. Uh, Maybe it'll motivate me to be a little bit more um, active on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's probably the best option. So if you want to keep up with Gerald, I'll put the link in the description as well. But if you want to keep up with Gerald and what what is happening with him, or just checking with him, or say hey, his Twitter handle is Gerald Mood. I'm glad you remember. It's just your name. <laughs> it's just my name, Gerald Mood. G E R A L D M O O D. So it's Twitter.com/slash Gerald Mood. And I'll put that up or put that in the description, and uh, maybe it'll motivate you to start getting some notifications. Yeah, I'll have to uh, find out how it works. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, watched you on Digitally Distracted. <laughs> That's where I found you. If I don't respond to you, it's not because I'm ignoring you. I just don't know how. Yeah, he's got to download the app. On how the app works. <laughs> no, no, you have, you have the app, I'm sure. Yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, that's for first foray. So help Gerald out, get him, get him started. Yeah, give me a reason to come back to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him involved on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. And of course, I'm not going anywhere. I'm stuck on this channel forever. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but I'll be keeping uh, keeping you all updated with the move and, and sort of how that's going. It could be very soon. It could be a little bit later on. But uh, I'm probably going to have to do a video talking about how the heck do you move a game room? Because mm. this is going it's to be... When I moved here, I didn't have nearly what I have now. And it's it's going to be tricky. That's a lot. Pre-orders, man. Pre-orders are killing me. Mm. Darn that Best Buy Gamers Club unlocked. Give me 20% off. I'm like, oh, I got to buy it. 20% off. Right. I didn't, oh, man. A lot of sealed games over there. But uh, it's been great. And we just want to say thank you so much for getting digitally distracted with us. I'm Game Dave. I'm Gerald. Take care. <laughs>